up everyone it's your girl victoria and thank you so much for tuning back in to the v list <laughs> man has today been a day <laughs> but we all have those days right i mean what would life be without those stressful days and you know i think i'm the type of person who um i used to like handle my stress pretty um destructively if you will and what I mean by that is I would do things that would bring me temporary comfort but would only add to my stress later um so there would be like habits and things that I would probably indulge in that just weren't healthy or smart (laughs) um and I would end up regretting it later but now you know I'm maturing and I understand that things, stressful situations are going to always occur, but how we handle our stress is what's important. How we deal with it is what matters. Um, and how we recover from it is going to, um, make a difference in how we can start to handle it or be prepared to handle it the next time stressful situations occur because they're, they're inevitable, right? We're we're never going to be able to just completely avoid stress. Um, And even though people do things like meditate or um, pray or read or whatever it is that they try to do to keep their life as stress-free as possible, there are some things that are just inevitable and some things that you're just not going to be able to avoid. Um, And you know, because life happens, man, and it comes at you fast. (laughs) But today, man, um, you know, it could have been worse. I will say that. it just seems like when it rains, it pours. And right now, I'm not even going to act like the things that I faced or dealt with today are like life altering. Uh, well, one of them could be, but I'm going to be okay, right? Like I'm I'm still here. Uh, there's still time to recover. I've got the rest of my night. Um, you know, thank God for grace and mercy and thank God for introspect introspection because I'm able to kind of look at why these things are happening to me and if they're even relevant like should I even really look deeper into some things I feel like sometimes people will take stress and things that occur and they're like oh this means a bigger picture and or it could mean something deeper and it could it it, maybe it (laughs) maybe it does you know some people do need to look at their situations and and try to understand the meaning behind it but sometimes things just happen and they're just not necessarily favorable um, for us. But that doesn't mean that our life is over. It doesn't mean that we have to completely give up and throw in the towel, right? So these are things that you know I've come to realize. But I also have come to realize that how I handle the things that cause me stress or the things that may irritate me um, make a huge difference. So like, for instance, today, I'll just share a little bit of my day with you and it's going to get a little personal, but hey, <laughs> that's me, right? So stay started off great. Um, you know, I'm actually just getting back from vacation. It was a wonderful vacation. I went to my absolute favorite place in the world, which is Negril, Jamaica. Um, I, I, I fell in love with Negril in about 2015. Um, I went there with my friend and I've been to Jamaica several times. I'd gone to Jamaica whew, um probably three three times before. I've been to Jamaica at least three times, three or four times. 
And I always had a great time in Jamaica, um, you know, but I've gone to like Montego Bay, Ocho Rios, you know, the kind of highly populated places, um, high tourist areas. And Jamaica's beautiful, but I never really got to experience Jamaica, you know. Um, whenever I'd go, I'd either be on the cruise or I'd go and I'd stay uh, or like on a resort and really didn't go off the resort or anything because you hear all these stories about, you know, safety and this, that, and the third. And I was younger when I visited before. So I took those stories to heart. But as I got older, I began to get a little bit more um, adventurous, if you will. And I started to understand the world a little bit better. So I went back to Jamaica um, in 2015 with um, a couple of girlfriends and we went to Negril. And Negril is the casual capital of... <laughs> Jamaica okay um absolutely beautiful place very laid back very casual very fun beautiful the people are wonderful I mean Jamaica's Jamaica so you're gonna have you know your impoverished situations you're gonna have crime but that's in the U.S. as well I mean it's in every city major city and suburb in the world so you know, if you're one of those people who are like, oh my God, you have to be safe when you go to these certain countries. Like, girl, you got to be safe when you walk outside your door to your driveway. Okay. Let's just be real. Um, that's just the world we live in. But Negril is absolutely beautiful. And it like immediately became one of my favorite places. Not only because the sunsets there are to die for, like you look like, it looks like you could just literally reach out and touch the sun as it's setting in Negril. Um, but it's just the people, like I said, they're really laid back, but they know how to party too. Like you, you can have a, a pretty turned up fet if you want, um, you know, and a festival and I mean, you can party, I, you know, you get all of it. You can relax, you can, you know, have a romantic set, a getaway. Um, there's like a section up on the cliffs that are just so beautiful and romantic. And then the beach is really laid back. My personal favorite beaches, uh, seven mile beach. Um, there are a couple beaches in Negril, but Seven Mile Beach is my absolute favorite. Um, but anyway, it was the ultimate vacation. I, I try to return to Negril at least once a year if I can, just because it's where I like to go to uh, just like release, you know, like I just feel an overwhelming sense of peace when I'm there. Uh, and I don't know what that's about. Maybe, maybe, maybe it has something to do with my ancestors. Who knows? I don't know, but I absolutely, um, love going to Jamaica. And so I had a great plate, a great time, great trip, went with my girlfriend, Tay, um, and she was the perfect travel partner. We, you know, I like to travel with people who are on the same wavelength as I am. Like, you know, it's cool to turn up and stuff, but sometimes you just got to chill and just take in the environment. And then it's also cool to not be all stuffy and stay on the resort all the time. Like I personally, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm a Virgo, so I, I like things a certain way. <laughs> I like things, you know, my way and I'm, you know, I'm very choosy about who I travel with, but Tay was a great travel partner. So shout out to Tay. We spent five days there and then I um, came back home for one day and then the next day flew back out um, to Atlanta to visit some friends in Atlanta. My girlfriend, um, Bianca, just moved. We joke all the time and say she just moved back to the United States, but she never left the U.S. She was actually in Hawaii for two years, but Hawaii is far. So anybody got time or money to be flying to Hawaii to see her. 
I mean, anyway, so welcome back, Bianca. Thank you for coming back to the U.S. <laughs> uh, Bianca moved from Hawaii to Atlanta, so I went to Atlanta to visit her. Got to hook up with some of my old friends, my old college friend, um, Felicia. Got to see some people that I, knew, that I used to know in North Carolina. So, I mean, it was cool, you know, like I had a great trip. Um, both in Jamaica and Atlanta. And then I come home, you know, and I felt rejuvenated. Like you should after a vacation. You should always feel rejuvenated, revived. Like if you don't take vacation, dog, I don't I don't care if you, and no, I do care. I guess if, if you take time off of work and you want to just have a staycation and stay home, that's fine. Do you? But even being just in your house, sometimes there are things in your house that, you know, may cause you stress or may not allow you to completely vacate. So I, for one, believe in going away. Um, you know, regardless of how far you go, it doesn't matter how far you go. It's just you should get away from your everyday routine and your everyday environment um, in order to really clear your mind and your and your headspace and then be able to rejuvenate. Um, that's just my opinion, but who am I? <laughs> um, so I, you know, I came home and, you know, most days I work from home because of, you know, the type of job I have. And I was able to, you know, be really productive when I got back to work. I felt really productive. Um, this week has been really good, you know, picking back up where I left off. You know, it's really good to be able to delegate people to do things for you. And then you come back and you find out that the delegation was was a good choice. So that's always um, a, an encouraging thing. So I'm ready for work. You know, week, work is going great. Um, I had a I needed to get my hair done because I like to keep my hair in protective styles right so the shop that I go to um shout out to the brown sugar salon they're the bomb like I've I frequent that that salon and the owner usually um whenever she's like testing out new um new stylists sometimes she'll ask for like um people to be testers or like test dummies I guess you will so that they can try their styles out and um she can you know see their quality of work so she asked me earlier this week if I could be you know like a model or tester for one of the girls who wants to be a stylist there so I'm like sure you know it's a free hairstyle and I wanted to get my hair braided anyway because I needed a protective style (sighs) well needless to say (laughs) um the picture that I sent the young lady um, was quite beautiful, and the braids that I wanted, um, it wasn't that complicated of a style. I, oh, I didn't think it was that complicated of a style, but yeah, what I got was not like the picture at all. So, you know, um, it's all good. I didn't have to pay for it. But uh, yeah, now I've got to take braids out of my hair, um, and I don't know what I'm going to do with my hair because yeah <laughs> so that was like the first thing and you know I'm like okay it's it's cool I didn't waste any money which is great um and so I'm just gonna let this roll then like while I'm there um I've been trying to like get a logo done and I don't know if anybody has worked with like graphic designers before but I've been working with a few graphic designers trying to get a logo done for this podcast (laughs) and 
and there have been a f- couple that have been submitted to me and they're not they're not bad at, at all actually they're just not um what I envisioned and it's hard because I have a vision in my head but I can't translate it like I don't know how to communicate that or uh and, and really like tell the designers what it is I want because I don't have access to the tools to create my own logo um but you know it's a small problem because I know that eventually I'm gonna get the logo that I'm looking for I think the frustrating part is the back and forth it's like when I hire someone to do something for me and I have to like I'm relying on your creative juices um I can tell you what I want and kind of what I have in mind, then you submit something. I tell you if you're on the right track or not. But like, if I'm giving you pointers and telling you, I keep coming back saying, you know, no, I want you to tweak it this, or tweak that. Like, it's fine if you make the tweaks that I'm asking you for, but can you like use your creative juices and kind of give me something to go off of? Because I, I, you know, it's frustrating for me to have to keep, I feel like I'm being nitpicky when I don't like if I knew what I wanted, if I knew how to do it, I would do it. Like, what am I hiring you for? Anyway, that was frustrating. Um, Then um, I got an email from my um, soon to be (laughs) ex-husband. So I am technically I'm, I'm married. Right. But I him separated I've been I guess you could say legally separated for a little over a year now and um my husband and I had decided that you know we discussed a few months ago who was going to file for the divorce and this that and the third and we it's non-contested everything is cool like we're we're cool right um but I was kind of like wondering like okay who's going to file because I know we talked about it but I didn't make any moves to to actually file so I was assuming that he was going to make the moves um and so, well, he did um, today. So, and that's fine. Like I, you know, if I'm being 100% honest, like it's bittersweet, right? It's never like something that should be um, praised or rejoiced over divorce. But it's also like, I'm not like as fragile about it as I was a year ago. Right. So I knew it was coming. It's impending. But I think just the like the actual blow of it is like, I don't know if it's weird. It's hard to explain. It's like I'm not sad, but I'm also like not jubilant. I kind of feel a sense of relief, I guess, Um, because it's like, okay, it's about to officially be over. But then it's also like there's that moment of, wow, like it is about to be officially over. So, yeah, dealing with those emotions is interesting, if you will. <laughs> um, but I still have mad love for him. Like, we're cool. You know, I would be there for him in the heartbeat if, if he ever needs anything. Um, I don't know if he'll ever listen to this podcast, but if he ever does, you know, he knows that he can call me for whatever he needs. And um, hopefully that door is open for me as well. I just think we are better off as friends. Um so, yeah, like those things happen today and they're not like end of the world things. Right. But they are things that could very well set off uh, a stressful domino situation, I guess you will. And so 
what I wanted to do to be able to handle that, you know, is like drink. (laughs) I know that sounds bad, but I'm just being real, yo. Like I would normally just have, okay, a couple glasses of wine, maybe a shot or two just to really calm my nerves. Or I would like go eat something that I really enjoy eating, like sweets or something that's like totally bad for me right now. Um, I would do that, you know, um, just to like eat, just eat some comfort food, you know, um, or I'd go out and I would probably go shopping knowing good and well that I'm trying to eliminate debt instead of create more, but I would go out and create more debt. Um, so I would do those reckless behaviors in the past. Like those are things that I'm like, those aren't foreign to me. Those are things that I would do to, alleviate the feelings that I'm trying to like avoid from coming on right um from the things that happened today although they're not bad things and they're not end of the world events they're events that could lead to higher levels of stress for me um maybe not for you but for me and so I'm kind of proud of myself because I didn't indulge in any destructive behaviors I instead um, ate a healthy meal because I'm kind of trying to stay on this whole 30 thing. Now, that's a whole other discussion. Okay, I'm trying out this whole 30 diet or uh, meal plan or whatever. And basically, it's a 30 day uh, diet that eliminates all foods that are like anti-inflammatory or not anti-inflammatory. I guess they're inflammatory foods. So like things like sugar and um, like bad carbs, like breads and starches and grains and legumes, things that, you know, dairy, things that that are are known um, inflammatory foods. So you eliminate them completely from your diet for 30 days and you just basically eat whole. You eat non-processed foods, uh, you eat, you know, three, four, three to four meals a day. Um, you want to stay away from sugar and fruit juices. Like most of your sugar should come from fruit, like natural fruit. Um, but you're not going to be adding, adding any sugar, no honey, no, no additives, no, none of that stuff to your food. So that means you can't have anything that has sugar in it. So, uh, juices fruit juices some sauces like even some barbecue sauces or spaghetti sauces things like you that you normally consume on a regular basis you'd be so surprised at how much sugar or not even that it's a lot of sugar but just the fact that there is sugar in those things um you'd be shocked and so that's kind of it's tough um because you know, it's habitual for you to pick up certain things. You think you're eating a healthy meal, but even some salad dressings are like loaded with sugar. So you have to be really careful on Whole30 that you're not consuming products that have been processed and that have or contain a lot of sugar. Um, and so that can be hard because, you know, sugar's a drug. And so it kind of does uh, calm you and it kind of does give you a little sense of comfort, I guess. Um, and for me, you know, that means I can't have any wine because freaking wine is full of sugar. And yeah, so no wine for me for 30 days. This is tough, you know, I, and I know you guys are probably like, oh girl, you tripping. No, if you're used to doing things, like when you get used to handling 
stress a certain way or even just eating certain things like their habits and it does not habits don't break overnight and these are like real addictions and real things that people go through and deal with and so it's tough for me to not pick up a glass of wine or it's tough for me to not and I'm I'm by no means am I an alcoholic okay at all because I don't drink every day but when I want to just relax like yeah I have a glass of wine or two um or I'll have something sweet or you know whatever um so today instead of me like I said indulging those things that I shouldn't do I was mindful of my whole 30 diet and instead I just ate a healthy meal I had salmon and I roasted some sweet potatoes um I ate that I drank my water then I went to the gym And surprisingly, after I left the gym, I felt a little better because I don't know if you know or not, but you know, exercising can also release, um, I think it's like serotonin or it's yeah, serotonin. It's like whatever that good chemical is in your brain, exercise helps to release that. So it almost acts as, um, like a reward system, even though the exercise itself is tough while you're doing it you end up feeling um, better afterwards. So I'm proud of myself for doing that instead of, um, you know, indulging in destructive behavior. Um, And, you know, I could easily give in because I'm also very PMS-y right now. And I'm okay, and TMI or not, but I'm a human and I'm a woman who is still very regular. And my period in PMS is serious. When I tell you I, like... I used to think I was bipolar <laughs> when my period came because my mood would change literally with the drop of a dime. Um, and I would just have this, you know, effort attitude and I would just do whatever. Um, but I'm so I'm hormonal right now. I am, you know, I've dealt with some stressful situations today. I'm trying to keep from like cursing people out um my hair is horrible so I'm gonna have to take it out you know I wasted a day at the salon getting something done that I would never wear in public um and I'm gonna be single like officially single pretty soon so yeah all these things you know um But, you know, the point is, I think I'm learning just on how to deal with stress and I'm proud of myself. And I think there are a few other things that, you know, some of my friends, um, you know, practice to to handle stress like meditation. I'm not a big, huge meditation person, but I've been reading about meditation and like the, you know, the uh, benefits of it. And then also the different forms of meditation, like meditation is not necessarily just sitting with your eyes closed and you're humming like I know that's like what people think, but there are so many different forms of meditation. And honestly, um, like reading can be one of them, Uh, just sitting in a quiet room, listening to music. And so I realized that there are some things that I do put into practice to help calm me that um, are a form of meditation. And so actually, like when I got home today, you know, from my very stressful day, the first thing I did was turn on some music because I was like, let me just, I just need to just like, just relax. So I just turned on some music and I sat in one spot and it was a form of meditation. 
So, um, you know, that's kind of like how I've learned to deal with my stressful situations. Um, and I know that people deal with stress differently. So how do you deal with stress? What are some ways that you indulge or, you know, deal, deal with your stress, um, that are destructive. And uh, yeah, I'm asking you about your destructive ways because I think that you should identify those things. If you can identify what's destructive, then you can start to fix it. Um, because I think that we need to be less destructive, um, and we need to find ways to cope and to deal because the bottom line is, like I stated before, nobody is going to be 100% stress-free. So what we need to do is learn strategies to deal with stress um, rather than trying to avoid stress because I think that could even be stressful. When you're trying to avoid something that's inevitable, it's like you're causing more stress. <laughs> so instead of like trying to avoid the inevitable Let's just come up with solutions on how to cope or bounce back from those stressful situations. So if you have not subscribed and become a V-lister, I really don't know what you're waiting on. I mean, I'm just saying, don't you want to join the list? Okay, you, you need to be on somebody's list, so you might as well be on mine. So join the V-lists, okay? Subscribe to my podcast. Go to my website, the v List podcast.com go to instagram it's at vlist podcast um facebook it is the vlist podcast i want to hear from you let me know how you deal with stressful situations what is it that you do to cope and then give me some other tips and ideas if i'm doing things wrong like give me some some ideas i love to um you know put into practice some things that will help me uh cope and deal with stress on a regular basis um Thanks for listening as always, and I hope that you tune in again for the next episode. This is Stressful Situations. (laughs) Peace.